Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com. In celebration of the reopening of the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library and Museum and the former president's 85th birthday, we sat down with Nobel laureate Jimmy Carter to talk about the highlights of his presidency and his hopes for the Carter Center. Well, you have quite a legacy of, of mediating, and um, perhaps the Camp David Accords would come to mind. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and what that was like? Well, when I was when I became president, um, there had been twenty four. Uh, there had been five, four wars. Excuse me. When, when I became president, there had been four wars in the previous twenty five years. All of them attacks on Israel, led by Egypt, which is the most formidable Arab country in military capability, since they were supplied with weapons by the Soviet Union of Russia at that time. And I thought that uh, the Mideast was a very important place for America and for the Soviet Union and was the most likely place that we could actually erupt into another world war. And so I decided to make my best effort to resolve the problem between Israel and Egypt and hopefully between Israel and the Palestinians and Israel and Jordan and Israel and Syria and Israel and Lebanon. So uh, just a few days after I became president, we began working on this. I knew I had to do it the first year I was in office or it never would get done. And so uh, I met with all the leaders and eventually was able to bring the two very courageous leaders to Camp David. They despised each other. Uh, they had, uh, as I said, been at war, and, and both sides had killed the young men and women of the other side, and they had bombed each other and, and condemned each other, you know, in public statements. Uh, but they came. Uh, Menachem Begin from Israel and Anwar Sadat, president of, us, of Egypt. And they, the men were quite different. Uh, shortly before I went to Camp David, I, I went on vacation and I had two enormous books prepared to me by psychiatrists and psychologists and historians analyzing psychologically Begin and Sadat. So I memorized those books before we got to Camp David and learned the difference between the two men and what they had in common. And uh, so when I got to Camp David, I knew how to uh, deal with them as best I could learn in advance. Uh, Anwar Sadat uh, considered himself to be my personal friend. And he maybe trusted me too much. And uh, Menachem Begin was suspicious of me, and he didn't trust me enough. So that was the difference between them, basically, when we got to Camp David. And uh, all the Egyptians thought Sadat was too easy in making uh, concessions, compromises. And all of the Israeli delegation, about 50 on each side, thought Begin was too stingy or too reluctant to make concessions for peace. And because the two men were so different, I was able eventually to kind of interweave them uh, so they worked out on, on a, a eventual uh, compromises and success. Uh, I tried to, to have the two men negotiate with me personally for three days in a little room in my cabin. And they were so incompatible that we couldn't make any progress. So for the last 10 days we were at Camp David, I never let them see each other. And so I went back and forth 
to Begin and negotiate. I'd go to Sadat and negotiate. They would go to sleep. I would have to continue, keep on working. And we did this for 10 days and eventually worked out an agreement that led to a peace treaty between Israel and Egypt 30 years ago, not a single word of which has ever been uh, violated. We still have a way to go between Israel and the Palestinians and Israel and Syria and Lebanon, but I hope that will come under President Obama. And we had heard about your one-sheet method, actually. We were wondering if you could talk a little yeah, bit about that. It, it really, in more than a sheet, it's a one-document method. Other negotiators or mediators have, uh, have had an, an inclination to tell one side one thing and to tell the other side something different in order to try to get them somehow to come together. I decided when I became a, a mediator that I would just have one document, one text, and, and what I would do in case of Camp David and other negotiations is to try to understand in advance uh, both sides and to try to draft myself on my own computer or back in those days on a tablet paper what I thought was a fair agreement. And then I would take that same paper to Sadat and he would look it over and said, I can't agree to this, I can't agree to that. And then I would take the same document exactly to Begin and say, Sadat agrees with this, he doesn't agree with that. And then as they agreed, <clears throat> then I would improve the document to include fewer and fewer disagreements as we agreed on a few things. And so I've done that, but I, I convinced both sides in every case of mediation that I was telling both sides exactly the same thing. So they would trust not only me, <clears throat> but trust the other side as well. And we would narrow down the disagreements until the final day uh, when hopefully, in most cases, a complete agreement on every issue would be reached. That's not always possible. <clears throat> it was at Camp David, but uh, I've had other efforts when it wasn't quite possible to reach agreement at that time. Sometimes we went back again and tried and had success. Sometimes uh, we were not able to prevent, unfortunately, a war. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday in September for more of our interview with President Carter. To learn more about the Carter Center and its mission of waging peace, fighting disease, and building hope, visit www.cartercenter.org. And as always, for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com.